up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Down to Watch. Uh, this is actually uh, an interesting show. We're here in the middle of the week, not on the weekend, not on on uh, Sunday, not watching football. Yeah, actually, Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, you just ruined the whole thing. So that was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the this guy knows nothing about smoke and smoke and mirrors. No, I'm saying we we usually release them on Monday. Yeah, I know, and we're here on Monday. Release the Kraken. I haven't seen you guys in how long has it been? Feels like forever. Well, the four of us haven't. That's what yeah. it is. That's yeah. what it is. The That's foursome is back. The chocolatiers were here earlier. That's right. Now we got. Now we've got you. The original Vanilla Thunder. There the we original go. Original Ghostbusters. Is back. <laughs> <laughs> I reverse Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say a lot of Ernie <laughs> Hudsons. A lot of Ernie Hudsons. A lot of Ernie. I'll be Ernie. Well, he. You know what? I, when just. Michael and I were here. I said, oh, yeah, the four Ghostbusters are back. And I'm like, which one are you? And he immediately took um, Peter Vickman. You know? <laughs> Vickman. And, but, and what, was your reason? what was your reason for but that? I explained it perfectly. You just tell him what I said. Because he said um, cause 90% of the time he's, he's faking it. <laughs> right? Who's that? that? Bill Murray? Yes. Is it really considered faking it if you're Everybody's with yourself? Dumb. What do you mean? Well, yeah, no. Give it to me. Give it to me. No, no. You, Masturbation joke. Come on. <laughs> Come no, I came on. in halfway through. I didn't even know you were. Oh, you were only halfway, huh? Hey, Everybody. Yeah. That's impressive. It was pretty, it was pretty hands-on with that one. How do you one, do huh? I'm trying to figure out how you do that one. Oh, oh. oh Christmas. <laughs> Speaking of, it is that time of year. Yeah, it's giving. giving. With, uh, has, anyone, has anyone done their tree trimming? Anyone? Is that like when you shave your pubes? Or Wow. <laughs> Oh, you know I do that at Christmas time. That's not a euphemism. No, if anything, at Christmas time you got to leave them pubes because you got it for the winter. Okay, that's just the last time I, mean, I go there with you. You, you, <laughs> you like? Don't you like to wear a coat every once in a while? Oh, a uh, sweater. Yeah, especially in LA. Stay warm. It's a little nipply outside. Are we talking about condoms? Are we talking about like um, you know, bumble gooses and stuff? You know. I don't know. You said coat, so yeah. You hey, roll. you're talking about shaving. Mr. You like no, you I like haven't. you like har- you like hardwood floors during the winter. I got you, Yanni. I well, got you. Thing, we're all single guys, right? So we don't have we don't have. I mean, no, you got a maintenance though, because you don't never know what's going to happen tonight. You, know, you, you have, never know you what's going to happen all night. Damn, I do, but it's not. There's no Christmas. Like there's no. No, there's dream. no festive cheer. Well, that's the thing. Okay, of. so you're you're from up north, and your family's not even down here. So that's probably mm-hmm. that's the main reason why. If you had a girl and you had yeah. lived with her, or you guys lived together, yeah. then most likely you'd have some sort a of little. tradition that you'd be doing some traditional things. He'd be miserable, right. you know. Right. Yanni, his he lives here on his own. Same situation. Oh, Mike lives with you know the the rats and the cockroaches and whatnot, and uh, those are his friends and family, and that's that. And uh, yeah, Stuart Little over here. Yeah, and I have all I have a good portion of my people here. I'm a little spread out. Yeah, that's fine. But all the same, that's what she said. All the same, we still have our same, you know, few rituals, which is what we participated in tonight as our throwback Thursdays begin the Christmas editions. Yeah, so I was watching um, the last episode of um, I was watching of this is like a little straight away, but American Dad was watching that, and Mm -hmm. uh, wasn't that canceled? It's on TBS, man. Okay? Very funny. Syndication. Uh, no, it's not a syndication. It's edgier, and it's on TBS. Okay? It's very funny. That's what they say. Syndication. Not a syndication. Anyway, watch American Dad, and there's an episode, I guess, where he wishes they didn't have a family because he wanted to be a single guy. I guess his, his uh, child's principal was, like, super, super cool. 
And um, but he wakes up in the morning after his dream, cool. after, after his wish, and he sees this Christmas tree, and it's just like this, this like shrub of crap <laughs> that's just sitting there. And as soon as he saw that, he realized that his wish came true, and he was a single guy. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a, this is a single guy's Christmas tree, <laughs> like exactly. I got I have plutonic friends, homegirls who want to come to my apartment just to put up and decorate a tree. That's how fucking crazy they are. Yeah, about that shit. So what you're saying right. is one of them bought a tree and delivered it and then set it up for you, and now you have a I will not allow living room. I will not allow that. Do, do I have, you won't allow a woman to come in and nurture and take footage? care of you? You never been in my apartment, huh? Oh, in it's a cracker box. jack box, is what you're it's, saying. It, okay. it makes this. Yeah, tree I think that's why we've like never been, I think that's why we've never been invited because we couldn't even walk through the door. Yeah, we'd have to squeeze in. Then there are all the crap everywhere, but yeah. And by crap, you mean your bed? Or is it a hideaway? Sofa bed. Okay. I thought Ikea, so. Ikea, with a word I can't pronounce. Better Yeah. That's your what? <laughs> Sofa bed. <laughs> it's sweet. It's Swedish? What it's is Ikea. it? Ikea. Yeah, Bergi. It's something Ikea and it folds. Antiway. <laughs> Moving a hideaway, on. A hideaway bed. Yeah. Very much like the one no. that uh, Kevin McAllister slept in. God, you know the, uh, know the, the kid's n- name, huh? The, the, the night that he, uh, the, that one fateful night when he decided to uh, say that he wished he lived alone and had no family. I don't blame him. Hence, that, that was a, hence one morning he wakes up and is home alone. Hold on, hold on. Okay, oh, okay. I wasn't sure what movie we were talking about. The one movie in which we did watch today. No, we just watched, that's right, that's right. Like What's five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the first throwback Thursday Christmas edition, TBT. The first throwback, the first throwback edition of our show, Down to Watch, happens to be a Christmas themed one, uh, rightfully Perfect so, time. because it is the holiday season. And mm-hmm. what better way to start off the holiday uh, throwbacks than? Uh, well, that's the thing. So that's kind of with, replacing with, our festive cheer. You know what I'm saying? We can still keep that that vibe alive, and we all have those shared films that we've seen. You know, so and also it's good. So, it's a, go ahead, Mikey. I was just gonna say also Michael. so everyone knows who's listening. The movies we chose weren't chose by you guys. We decided to go with the movie that we all actually watch personally every Christmas season. Right. Or Xmas, depending on your, you know. Right. So we're going to have four. Uh, uh, excuse four me. Mine, Wait, is mine is for Kwanzaa, okay? Kwanzaa? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't yeah. that over Go get me some books. <laughs> I'm a Jew. Go get me some books. I'll never read. I am Jew. And then there's. No, a- it's Chanukah. <laughs> Chanukah, yes. And there's Chanukah. No, none of us are Jews. None of us are really that's hardcore the right, religious that's the correct at all. Spelling. And that's what we were discussing as well. We can get into that a little bit later. The difference between Christmas and religion and the disconnect. That is why people are tuning into this. <laughs> no, you but I'm just saying. Oh, they're having a conversation about religion. <laughs> did we say Christmas, though, or did we say this holiday? Is, this is juicy. Holiday films. Oh. Yeah, holiday. For us, holiday films is better because, yeah, it's just anything that you happen to maybe watch the month of December uh, on a religious basis, so to speak. Okay, so we'll, yeah, we'll and get so, into that because I want to talk about that Kirk Cameron movie. Saving Peace. was it? Kirk Cameron saves Christmas. Saving Christmas. Yeah, well, who knows? We haven't even seen it. No, but I, I don't want to. It's it. not about seeing it. Just the 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 the, 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 the release of that worst movies of all time and the and the response. But anyway, okay. Focus Home up. Alone. We focus up and we say Clarence picked Home Alone for the first pick, which will be followed by a few of our other picks. In the yeah, weeks. I mean, so basically, basically at the end of the, uh, at the end of the evening. Turn my shits up, son. I hear you. Our, our producer. Our you, producer. I can hear you good. I can, no, hear, you, I can uh, hear your mouth wide open voice. I'm really okay with yeah, you. Yeah, turn I'm it like, up a little. I don't know. It sounds a little different. There we go. Like there we go. Like how you're sounding. Like, 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 like an old yeah, yeah, high yeah. dress. Yo, girl, what's up? 
Where's that coat you had last time? That was a nice coat. Uh, well, he doesn't have a girl's house to go to after, so he can reveal. Uh, coat. Actually, you hear that, yeah, you hear that ladies. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I have I have no one to uh, show my wanker to. And if you wink, listen to the wink. last episode, he didn't go with me down to Silver Lake, and that's why. <laughs> oh, because remember, I don't know if you know this, but Michael can get you late. Mm, I guess nice. I can too if it's talk. It's mostly it's the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> mustache but uh yeah so this is uh everybody during this time of year generally feels a certain type of way some type of way and uh i generally associate christmas with several things one of those being uh you know some of my favorite flicks one of the top i'd say the top five within the maybe my top three would be the one that we watched today the brilliantly directed acted and uh i should say the stunts actually were pretty amazing uh were in this featured in this film home alone brilliantly acted yes all right well, yeah did you not see that spider just, just let him have it did you did you not see that that, spider? No, that and, acting and, was amazing yeah and i think i think we had a little conversation about the spider possibly being union because um the actor whose face he was on um would not did not screen did not during the actual during that take, we'll talk about that momentarily. We'll so not all sounds always occur as we think they do on the screen. Ooh. Interesting. interesting. No, they don't. It's and called additional dialogue recording. Yes. My whole dialogue is, is is added from some guy in Belgium. Because most of I, most of what I say around you guys is bullshit. <laughs> so what you're saying makes is if sense. I saw you on television sense. while I was in uh, out here, you would be in Belgium? Oh, yeah. You have, you have a little accent on it? Yeah. A little smoke and a pancake? <laughs> Is that saying it's French? Is it French? Is it French? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it Clarence, was, uh, yeah, the, uh, give me your, give me your what, the, why is Home Alone? What does it mean to you as like a, for you? Well, like honestly, at the end of the day, it goes back to, it, it, I go back to my childhood with it more than anything. Uh, there's certain movies. Prancer was one when I was a kid. You know, I didn't want to put you guys through that. So you guys remember, any of you remember that? Remember mm, Prancer? Sounds familiar. I don't know if I have Prancer no had his 1988, own. 1988, 89. Prancer had his own movie? You were like three. The movie Prancer. Out. No, what are you talking about, dude? I got that shit from fucking, uh, Price Club on VHS. I still have it. I think in like a in in my safe or whatever. Wait, I wait. You. This is a movie just about Prancer. Prancer. It's called Prancer. It's focused no on. I think it's because he gets separated, right? Doesn't you know, he get separated yep, yep. from the? Are, the see, he knows. He knows. Thank I think you. I've seen it at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When video anyway, stores existed, it didn't matter how old you were. Because I, I just thought I thought Rudolph was like the Justin Timberlake of that whole you know ensemble. Prancer. Prancer oh. was a, Prancer was a great movie, but then there's also you know the Grinch, of the short. Think you know. You hailed know. to uh, Chuck Jones, rest in peace. Oh, Chuck Jones. Uh, he's the man. Yeah, he did he did Grinch? Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Listening, listening 101, a class Yanni has yet to take. I know. No, because I was distracted with this guy, but, you know, that was... We had cross-conversations going. That's okay. That was a great moment. Maybe that's, why you're, not getting, maybe that's why you're not getting the callbacks that you're hoping for, because uh, you can't take direction. Whoa. 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 I mean, if I, if I actually put myself out there. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so what you're saying is you, you, you'd rather put yourself on tape than go into the audition. I got you. Yeah, you're that this, kind of actor. At this point. Yeah. Clarence, so what does Home Alone mean? So, like I, like as I as I was saying, uh, it's one of the, it's one of the top films every every year. You know, you, I can watch it during any time of the year, but for some reason, when I watch it during Christmas, it just feels right. It feels natural. And I really didn't understand why, except for the fact that I happened to watch it near Christmas uh, every year as a kid. 
Uh, and then as I got older, I started learning that maybe there's subtle hints of why I actually was drawn to it uh, mm-hmm. during this time of year. Mm-hmm. And I think I shared some of that with you uh, while we were watching the film. Yes. Yeah. You delved deeper for sure. And you pointed out things like I've seen this movie. I didn't see it in the theater, but like on video mm-hmm. many times over the years. I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie. Maybe 20. I would just kind of throw it? out there. Yeah, Maybe that's, 20. Not, that's, that's a but fair that's number. A, that's a conservative note. Like, like front start to back. finish? Yeah. yeah, that's the thing, too, because sometimes you just watch them, you know. Your favorite part? your, your That favorite 10 minutes, Yanni? Yeah, exactly. Towards the end. Right. Action-filled. Yanni was like, I thought Home Alone, I thought it was an hour and a half of them just, you know, getting beat up by this little eight-year-old. <laughs> I thought that's all it was. Yeah. Getting paint cans smashed in their head, you know, stepping on nails, getting blowtorched. Mm-hmm. It was only 10 But as you get older, film. yeah, like we kind of realize <laughs> that that's not really that much of the movie. It's more, it's, it's called Home Alone. It's mainly him. There's more to the Home Alone process then. We good? Yeah, yeah. We all oh, good. Our, okay. our, our producer over here, so he wants to speak on the subject. We just want to make sure we sound good. Well, uh, no, I was just going to say, I didn't remember uh-huh. the insane violence, but I've remembered uh-huh. the old man story way more than I did the normal story. You so, Mike, so Mike only comprehended the old man and the little boy relationship. But it's probably a reason. No, 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 no. I was talking about him and his family and stuff. I remember that the most from that. The movie. old man and his family. Yeah. Like, I yeah, remember well, that story well, sure, yeah, more I mean, than everything else. So what story is that? Are you talking? Okay. So what you're referring to is the neighbor. So the, the movie kind of starts off with uh, his older brother, Buzz, telling him about this old man and how he has killed people and he salt sidewalks every uh, evening, this, that, and the other. And you see him, the creepy music comes in and he's dragging this pail of salt and he's salting the sidewalk. So now it sets the scene of the neighbor is this creepy guy who kills people. So Kevin is scared shitless. Right. So when he, the parents actually leave, when his parents go out of town and his whole family actually leaves and leaves him by himself, when he sees this old man, he's terrified because all he's been told that this guy's a killer and like you don't want to mess with him. Well, then it ends up being that Kevin, later on in the movie, finds out that this guy is not a monster. He actually has had a troubled life recently. He has a daughter, etc. And that's the part that you actually gravitated towards. Well, that, the well that's lo- the story I remember from this movie. Like, I've only seen this movie maybe twice in my but you life. But ad- you identified with that. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and to me, when I remember this movie, I remember he, like, beats up the bad guys, blah, blah, blah. But the story yeah. that when we were watching that I actually knew, like, part for part was that guy's story. Yeah, because that's a very impactful part yeah, of and when he's it, in the do you remember the, the speech and all that when they're in the church? Right well, before I, I remember what he tells them yeah, okay. but, I, but like everything else, like you were quoting lines. Like this movie, I the whole thing I was just kinda like, oh, I don't know. Why is this happening? That's dumb. <laughs> you know? But that that's part funny. when he got to the old guy, I was like, Oh, I know exactly what's gonna happen mm-hmm. here. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I know he's gonna show up right here and save him. Oh, okay. Right. But But I, it also in my mind, like my memory, it seemed like that stuff was longer or like richer, like they delve into it more. So I don't know if little kidney was just like, Oh, this is a way better story than the main story. Yeah. But that's Well, that was just like a parallel the, the, thing the, that was going on. The kid in you, what is this like a frosty frosted mini weeks commercial? Yep. <laughs> The kid in me likes the frosted side. No, but we all know Mike is a, a unique individual, so he's perceiving things in not a kid-like way, even though all of us mainly were like watching it because it's kind of like action-packed, kind of crazy movie. I remember it being very scary, and that specifically that part. Yeah, impactful, I was, but mainly like just like creepy. And that's and, like, what's even weird about like, it is because to be to be honest, when I when this movie came out, this movie came out in 1990. Um, I was at a, I was at a, I was at a very young age, and when this movie came <laughs> out, no, 
like three. No, nope. older than two. Or three. No, no, older. Uh, so when that, it. so when this movie came out, I was at a young age, and I was actually not allowed to watch this movie. Um, I did not see this movie in theaters. Wow. wow. My mother didn't yeah. let me see the movie. Now, check this out. My grandmother got me the VHS tape around Christmas. or My, my birthday is two days before Christmas. So it was either birthday or Christmas. I'm at the wow. house, and she kind of like has it. My mom was so mad at her because she was like, it's so violent. It's so this. It's so that. And as a kid, mm-hmm. I also remember I, my preschool was very prog- – it's a very progressive, uh, accelerated learning kind of program, whatever. So they were yep. very all about – academics and so when it came to me wearing a ninja turtles t-shirt at one point as the rebel that i was they made me turn my shirt inside out so you have to think about it kid who uh is censored in the school environment from violence because ninja turtles is very violent at the time apparently it's perceived and then all of a sudden i'm not allowed to watch home alone but yet thank goodness to grandmother she buys me the vhs tape and you gotta love, grand- you gotta love grandparents oh, now i'm i want to skip parenthood and just be a grandparent. the thing is though <laughs> i really wanted to see it because all i ever saw on television uh, you know whenever in between uh, mr rogers neighborhood and thomas the tank engine and sesame street uh was did you, did you do barney Barney was Barney after that. We Barney, yeah, was Barney was my way after that. I was no, that wasn't me. That right. wasn't us. I know you guys are younger than me. I just want to know how you. No, that's dude. <laughs> Good call. That Good got call. that got creepy. Um, so yeah, that was very creepy. You're like on a Selena Gomez here. Um, so I personally <laughs> he did think how old she is. Yeah, thought about it for a minute. Right? No comment. So. So, yeah, so it was weird that I even – the fact that I was so young and I loved it. But really, I, as an adult now, I look back at it and it was really just the marketing genius that was goodness, Macaulay yeah. Culkin yeah. when this movie came out. All I saw in between Thomas the Tank Engine and you know Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was a preview or commercial, a trailer saying uh, Home Alone. And then all of a sudden you see all the action and you know the hijinks that ensue. Mm-hmm. And – I was hooked as a kid. You know, you're like, this little kid is beating these bad guys. This is great. I want to watch it. I finally got to watch it. I just got hooked on it. I remember going to Kmart and they had the little, remember when he does Kmart. the plan? Wow. Yeah, that was Kmart. only, <laughs> Target <laughs> Target was not the hip spot mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. then. So you, he had the, the, even when you bought the VHS, they, you got a copy of the, uh, the floor plan. Like, you know, oh, this shit. is where we do this. This is where we, you know, wow. this is where the paint hits them. It was all of that. That's crazy. And so I, I remember, remember as a kid, I was so excited. I was so amped. Uh, and ever since then I got, I got hooked. Uh, and to this day, it still kind of warms my soul. It's kind of one of those movies I could watch anytime and not be disappointed just because it reminds me of that time in my life. Yeah. Very nostalgic. Very, very. Yeah. Hence why I'm able to Dude, yeah, essentially recite. I memorize the script. And I've never even physically from the from the beginning you yeah, were like opening lines even on like it. background characters. If this is top, if this is top five for you, I don't want to see what's above it. <laughs> <laughs> While it's playing, well, you're going to be acting it out in the corner of the room. Well, there's a, there's a few movies I know verbatim, and not, it's just because my mom over overexposed me to certain films like Waiting to Exhale and um, oh. <laughs> Pretty Woman. Um, uh, we talked about it earlier, Preacher's Wife. Yeah. Um, Ninety was like ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Denzel. Was like some some of those movies. Like Denzel with a mustache. I remember I was, I, was, I was working at Best Buy. I remember I was working at Best Buy. I was in the break room and Pretty Women was on, and I freaked everybody out. I just went everything, everything, line, boom, line, boom, line, boom, line, boom, line, boom. Line, yeah, it's just like what just happened. <laughs> but uh, but at least you have it. That's us. Like it's yours is tied into something, you know. Yeah. So I mean, that's good. where where that that's where that comes from. Whereas Mike, you're saying that. You've, this is like the second time you've ever seen it. So as far as you know, this third, is a whole new third, experience. Third. So you really haven't even really 
even watching it with us, you haven't really watched the film. When you kick back and you're on a plane and you kick back in your bed and you watch it from start to finish, there's a certain thing, there's a certain feeling that most people get from this film, and it's not one of hatred. You know, there's certain movies <laughs> we saw, <coughs> Equalizer, that was, uh, <laughs> that you kind of walk out and you're like, I thought our lawyer was Equalizer, trashing that movie. Equalizer, do you, do you mean, uh, I got another name for Equalizer, how about Home Depot Alone? There we go. There we go. And I think we did say that Home Alone the movie. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It was. I liked it. I liked it. But this, so this movie for me personally, that's you know, that's why I chose it. But well, that's the thing, because yeah, that's, that's, that's a, but it also is a movie that grossed over two hundred million dollars worldwide back in nineteen ninety, which is a pretty hard feat considering it was in about twelve hundred screens, whereas now the average is about thirty six thousand. Sorry, me and Mike looked this up. Uh huh. Or I just happened to see it. Don't. Five hundred thirty-three million. That's adjusted. That's worldwide, though. That's not domestic. Worldwide. Yeah, yeah you that's just said not worldwide. domestic. No, no. He said domestic. He said over two hundred. No. He said domestic. Over two hundred million. I always count domestic. I don't count worldwide. Worldwide's a whole other okay. animal. Whole yeah. Don't, don't, said, don't, said don't fuck with me. Domestic numbers, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over. No that. record though. Like it's yeah, yeah. closing the Guinness Book World Records. Like three hundred forty-four Lion King. It used to hold that record for quite some time. Yeah. I already know. No, I'm just saying that's an even, that's, that's a more impressive what, number to me. If you for all of you listening, that is the one thing. That is the one thing I will say is that I am very big into box office numbers and that whole side of the business. Okay. So no, but I just think that's impressive. If like it did over 200 domestically to do 533, that means that that's it had weird. to do like 200. This in a, translated in an American, overseas. An American audience, you're like, okay, this is funny. But then it's like, how many times? Yeah, I think it was it, dubbed in mm-hmm. like 40 different languages or whatnot. I would think, yeah, Ooh. you know, I would think so. And that's not even adjusted, though. So that's, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. a movie 24 years ago. 24, right. 25 years ago. Gotta get ago. my hands on the Swahili yeah. version. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It'd be fun. No, um, no, so, I mean, that's how, if, that's how that's, mm-hmm. I'm able to just kind of relate to this film. And that's why, to me, it's, uh, it's near and dear to me. Um, what did you, because the only other person that really can kind of share this, I felt while watching it, was Dan. Yes, yeah. No, I definitely, I mean, I, like I said, yeah, I saw this. I didn't see it in the theater. I think we were all kind of almost like a little bit too young yeah. to was see four. it in theaters. Or maybe I didn't. I, I, don't, <laughs> I just don't remember. This but movie's rated PG. And was it, is this PG? Is it's no PG, 13? No 13. Oh, wow. Was there PG 13 yeah, no, back then? Yeah, there was. Gremlins was also PG, and it should have been PG 13 because that's pretty fucking violent. The first one? Yeah, but yeah, as we know, I like, things like changed. The second like, one, Joe Dante touched it, and it just got goofy. Yeah. Wait, well, but the rating system is not the same. Yeah, no, that was goofy. I, don't, don't. That was so goofy. Don't do that. Don't that do was that. so goofy. Don't do it. The first versus the second. Can I have a brief a lot word of people love. You? I like him though. He's I like, love the love second one. I never watched the first one. That's why. I See, saw, that's your That's it right yeah, there. That's, I, I yeah, I love that's New Batch. Right oh my that's god, why. don't Let do not. That's actually a good comparison because Home Alone one resonates more, like Mike said, with the emotional side. Home Alone two is all about the hijinks. It's all yeah, hijinks, action stuff. And I feel like that's what Gremlins is because if you see Gremlins one, it's all it's super emotional, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember like you know, it's it like is cryable moments in that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what crying, but no, there. Yeah, dude, no. I mean, when you're a kid, at least you know what I'm saying. Like when you watch that when you're a kid. But uh, so yeah, Home Alone to me is just and what I realized like watching it this time specifically because it is all like nostalgic, but the casting of Macaulay Culkin, dude, he seems like he's not like the, follow me on this, like he's. A lot of kids today are over actors for the most part. Like the kid they cast in Home Alone, like four or one of those. Three Alex or four. D. Lenz. The kid with the, shag, yeah. with the shag, the shag? shaggy hair kind yeah, of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like. There's a Home Alone 4. Home Alone yeah. 3 and 4 is like Alex D. Lenz, who was also in what? Who's in another movie before that one? Yeah. That's why it was like, oh. Uh, he had that little raspy voice, right? I don't, yeah, I, I don't, think he might have. Yeah. I remember his voice. Look, look up Alex D. Lenz. I forget what he was in. He was in something big before. Google it. 
Good. Anyway, like, so, he was like a name, like somewhat of a name. He wasn't like Macaulay Culkin, but yeah. But anyway, so I'm saying is like the casting of most movies starring a kid is like somebody that's like a like actor, actor, like overact. He's been coached his whole life, and Macaulay Culkin to me is just like very much like a regular kid. No, you know, he has moments of trying to like overact, like pull off certain things that the movie calls for. But for the most part, I feel like he's like very much a dead kid, a kid's kid. So he can hold his own opposite Joe Pesci during exactly. who is shooting Goodfellas at the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he has that. He has that. that old soul like ability. You know, right. Of, like, One you're with De Niro, and the other you're with <laughs> now you're with Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay in a PG Culkin. movie with Daniel Stern. Yeah, a lot of people seemed like I forget who it was exactly who thought this movie was gonna suck and like weren't like taking it very serious because i think they wrote it off as just like purely kind of a kitty really movie. with john hughes writing it yeah dude i'm trying to remember like, that was right at the end of his reign like the no, 80s no. was his his decade i'm saying no, for some of these was, more uh, serious actors though yeah to come into a movie like, like this that's i'd be that. like well this is still a part of his decade no that's so. their bad yeah <laughs> if they were thinking that it's like yeah you don't have any right to do that random yeah <laughs> so i mean while watching this 20, 25 years after it, it came out. Yeah. Is there anything that you felt as an as an adult that was just not possible nowadays? Like, if they were to make this film the 2014, 2015 version, could you feel... Do you feel like this movie holds up? Yeah. No, no I think it... No, it does. I think Wait, it, <laughs> Michael. It, it, it holds up because it couldn't... It probably wouldn't be done today in the same way. It'd be a lot more... Hygiene, like the hijinks thing would have dominated, you know? And then like we were talking about, there was one scene that was supposed to be, uh, or a series of scenes where like the house comes to life and like the basement. Cause we see a few of those moments of oh, the furnace of the kid. Yeah. Of like Macaulay Culkin's character, uh, POV type thing. Yeah. Like you're in his like conscious consciousness and, uh, feeling what he's feeling. And like, it's kind of hints at like, yeah, what a kid would feel. But what was originally planned was some kind of like a fantasy sequence where like the house is coming to life and things are coming up to life around him and kind of a weird fantasy. And, but mind you, they didn't so. think that this, despite the fact that they're paying Macaulay Culkin boatloads of money and mm-hmm. they had Joe Pesci and they had John Hurd, uh, they didn't really think that this movie was going to be as successful as it was. I don't think anybody really oh, did. Yeah, there's no so way. They didn't, yeah, they no. didn't and they didn't have the budget. Justifying so the budget. Right. spending over a million mm-hmm. dollars for a shitty little sequence mm-hmm. in this PG film starring Macaulay Culkin. It just didn't right. make sense. Yeah. Then Even if it was a John Hughes written right. thing, but a million dollars didn't for, hold that kind of clout. For and a I, scene that wasn't that intricate to the story. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Get, and that's what we're talking about, how that, that would have made the movie shitty. It's weird, it right? Would, like, so looking back, I don't know how it would Yeah, yeah. Like, they well, stay more real, real. You also have to look at the fact that this, this is a million dollars in 1989. So that's like a maybe four well, or five million dollar Well, fi- figures are movie. figures, but still, yeah, it's like... But it I'm was, saying, like, that was the today, main reason. that's a bigger thing if you're like, if you put it in today's context and you're like, this one little thing that they wanted to add is going to cost six to seven million dollars. You'd be like, yeah, mm. this two minutes. <laughs> it was like in the in the film, it's about a minute, but it would have been like a three minute thing if they're going to make it for that much, which is ridiculous. Why would you spend it on that? Mm-hmm. Why would you just spend it on like new statues? Because every time someone drives up in the house, <laughs> you keep hitting it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. That's Did anybody true. see it get hit a fourth time? No, no. Yeah, so they yeah, it was the three, three. times. Yeah. yeah, rule of three. That would have been funny if the mom like drove up like the very end on Christmas morning and just was so excited to see him. Like, yeah. The budget truck just right. goes like John Candy floors it, just hits it. Yeah, yeah. That would have been. Yeah. Then it would have been four, and then it. Then it would. Then it would have been too comedic. Then it would have been too comedic because it was all nice. That was the thing. John Candy plays like a nice. He he 
he merges kind of the whole chaos, but with with kind of just heart like a, a little sweetness. bit. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god, he's kind just such like a, a he's such a sweetheart, man. You know, uh, but it, he seems so genuine with it. Kind of like mm-hmm. Macaulay Culkin just seems like a genuine kid who. Yeah. You know, he's I, not trying to overplay it. He's yeah. not trying to play it for like laughs and stuff. You know, he's, he's just being just, real and and. Through that, he, you I, know, just, I liked it how he, um, with, with him and Catherine O'Hara, because, you know, they both have that Second City background, you know, mm-hmm. in Canada. So, um, and that's funny because I used to watch SCTV reruns um, yeah. in my teens, and I didn't know really what that show was about, but I saw, mm-hmm. like, Eugene Levy and I see Catherine O'Hara. And Martin the, Short was on uh, there? I believe Martin yeah, Short yeah, he was on yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit there, too. Uh, uh, yeah, he was part with that. And because he also has tie ins with SNL as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've always liked sketch comedy, but then I just realized, my, like, a year ago that I actually stood for Second City television. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that's Yeah. But I like how they're in the, in that, in that, um, uh, vehicle together and they're playing mm-hmm. the, the music with Catherine O'Hara. Kind of reminded me of, of uh, Mighty Wind a little bit. Um, yeah. Because it's the same, like the folk music and, you know, her and stuff. A link to the... But she looked, and she looked great in that movie, in, uh, in this movie, because, you know, she had just what done like, Beetlejuice. It. Right, we were saying that. Um, yeah, yeah, 80s, she looked very similar. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny too. Oh, God. I mean, I, I love her. You know, I love her. Um, See, that's the thing. As a kid, as a kid, I always looked to her as the mom from Home Alone. Like, I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, oh, that's the mom from Home Alone. Yeah. Pardon an interruption. That's always what it was for me. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? She yeah. was the sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, another Christopher and, um, Christopher Guest. Uh, Chris uh, yeah. The guy where he had he had sex with her and <laughs> that just got awkward. No, remember she was the sister, and then um the um, um yeah, 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 what's yeah. his name um Jeff Green's character. Um, yeah, dude, no, she's amazing in anything. Yeah, she she can go dramatic if it calls for it or whatever, and or play like both sides. She of that, you know? the, but that's an ode to the that's, that's an ode to the casting, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you really yeah. look at it, how are you going to have a film? You're gonna you're gonna have your lead. You know, you're gonna have number one on the call sheet is gonna be his little eight year old boy. Um, you know, and then you're gonna have John Candy, but he's not gonna be a major role. He's gonna be like number yeah, thirteen like little, on the call sheet. Then you're gonna have no you know, Buck in this Catherine thing. and John Hurd and all these other people between one and ten. So it's like you really have this one little kid is always the constant in this film, is the number one. He's the leading man. And then you have Joe Pesci who, you know, funny you know, funny how, funny like a clown. You got him. But before that, I guess it was he's a legendary. He's like a legendary. He's a he's a legendary kind of actor at that point already. He's very well known. He's respected, and now he's kind of playing second, third, fourth, fifth fiddle to a eight year old kid. And yet, yep. for some reason, none of this seems out of sorts. None of this really seems unbelievable in terms of the the interactions between them as actors. Uh, you don't really feel like one's trying to upstage the other. You don't feel one's no, – no one seems out of place. The only thing that really seems out of place is the fact that Joe Pesci is randomly in these people's houses in the first 20 minutes, and he's watching everything that's going on, and no one says, why is there a cop <laughs> standing at the at the edge of the stairs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that was, what I, that's when I was like – that, that just that wouldn't rich. happen nowadays. They're that's that a, rich that cops sometimes just come and stand and make sure they're safe during the day. So who opened the door is my question. Right, yeah. Well, he was already inside. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was already yeah. inside. Yeah. yeah. He was established Somebody inside. But that's just... the thing that, yeah, it stood out to me this time around just like out of realism is just this cop is just like chilling and just scoping out things and whatever. And, and when I hear that accent, you know, that Joe Pesci accent and then he smiles, I'm like, mm, I don't trust yeah. this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Immediately, mm-hmm. I'm, as an adult, but as a kid, I'm just creeped out. I feel like he's the bad guy. Yeah. Aside from what you see on TV. but Right. Right. I, I just like how how cruel their family was to um to Kevin uh the way the the way they had the children curse in the movie um mm-hmm. calling him like not curse uh, you mean like what put yeah, downs like, yeah like crap crap face or something where they said like um 
puke face? Yeah. Oh no, he calls his brother um, yeah. puke face. Um, Flemwad and things like right. he's like creative thing. Like now, what's the French name? Hold on, everybody's silent. Trivia. Oh, um, what is what is someone the, that isn't sister? Le, um, uh, translate it and translate it back. It was um, <laughs> she, she said it to him. Like she, <laughs> she, she definitely said something bad. To yeah, him, though, she said that you, you she are says, what they call says, lay. Kevin, you're what the French call. Let's let's do it again. Let's do it again. American, American, incompetent. How would you oh, say that? Incompetent. Nope. Yeah. Close. Close. Les Kevin, les you're what the French call les incompetents. <laughs> yeah, les incompetents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but the put downs now. I know, one I know thing too. Saying. I mean, the brother, the older brother, Buzz, Buzz really like tormented him. But the thing is funny is that he had all these creative ways to give these robbers shit in hell. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, he exacted some exact rage on them you know, in a very short period of time. And I, you know, he but. spared his brother <laughs> a, a lot of that. Who's probably a lot more deserving of some of his, you know, creative. Well, yeah, Hijinks. isn't that but, what okay. is the oddest thing about the movie? Like, how does he go from little scared kid no. to psychopath? Hold on. He's not well, a no, psychopath, no, no, he's not, first dude. of all. That's what I was going to say. It's in response to Yanni's, in response to Yanni's yeah. thing, he, he's not taking anybody's shit. Think about he, it, dude. He's taking all he these got, put downs. He got to that point. He's not taking, no, yeah, he, he's he the got, littlest, yeah, he's the, the youngest son. I know. I, he's always getting shit on. That's what I'm saying. He's no, not. It, he's not. not a, that wasn't a sincere like question. Like, I mean, I understand. It was just an observation. No, no. But I'm saying, like, to your point and Mike's point yeah. as well. Like, he, he's. You see him jumping around saying, "I'm not taking anybody's shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in this he family. He has a lot of self self dialogue. You know, he's home alone. Yeah. But he also happens to be. He kind of has some some sociopath elements because yeah. he talks himself and he. That's he, what I'm saying. So yeah, that's what he, feels later. He's not just a scared okay, kid. He's on his own just like any other kid. We saw, we you guys, also got to, you guys yeah. seem to forget that he's eight years old. Yeah, but we saw... Hey, what he, do right, eight-year-olds right. do a lot of weird things that there is no explanation for? Okay? I mean, he talks... Sure. So mind you, though, as a, the point of a film is to have to uh, peer through the window into whatever whatever it is that we're observing, right? So mm-hmm. here at this moment, we are a voyeur. That's the whole thing is this whole voyeuristic yeah, element in this film, okay? So here we are peering into him... Wearing a green towel, you know, singing, uh-huh. you know, what was it? Bing Crosby. Who was he singing? I think it's Bing Crosby. Like he's singing old Christmas songs mm-hmm. and he's acting like an adult doing things, mimicking his father. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we don't know if, you know, him talking to himself is him mimicking his father or whatnot. But there were some cliche moments where it's when those guys come back, I'll be ready. You know, like those little things. As a little <laughs> kid, it's a little pep talk. It's not really yeah, yeah. like but you guys also, are reading too much of the psychopath thing just because he has a great shot with the BB gun. Well, no, I'm just also, saying he's not just like, the fact that he, he knows how to use firecrackers. Like this guy's older brother is a dickwad and mm-hmm. he is a influence of some sort. Uh, so he, how he, did he learn how to manipulate mannequins perfectly to resemble people walking through a house? So now that's you. He's a porn <laughs> master now too? That's you overanalyzing oh, it. That's God. the thing yeah. is well, the movie I mean, is a PG movie. I know that's what this is. Thing, you know? Rigging flamethrowers. Yeah. I always try to recognize what the battlefield really is. And, and okay, I might have some comedic. And this uh, is pre-internet. So this kid is fucking... Genius. He's a sociopath. My, my his brain is a giant. My my, my, my minute com- comedic obs- observations and, and uh, notes on this film are nothing compared to your full blown passion for it. So I'm not gonna say it's not it's else. not it's not passion. <laughs> no. Oh not, my god! It's not as much you, passion as it is in terms of just if you break it down, you're overanalyzing something. No, that doesn't I know. Need to be analyzed. No, I, it's That's a the thing. great you movie. You forget the fact that it's one. It's a PG movie. Two. You yeah. got to remember that it's it's. A family film. Yeah. It's a family holiday film. 
Okay, right. so there's certain things in films that don't need to be explained. I mean, for fuck's sake, one of my favorite movies is about <laughs> dinosaurs and humans, and they are interacting with one another, and it's a theme park called Jurassic Park. It's not really going to be able. It's not possible. Well, okay, when you said okay, that, when you said that, I thought you were thinking like creationism and stuff. I, I, like, I could have oh, gone a whole. You raised that way, but uh, you, went, you went so uh, Jurassic Park. Again, so films that, are for viewing pleasure. So the thing is, is you're breaking down a family because it seems so real. This, that, and the other. There has to be some sort of an element to hook children in and to just be a family film. So Yanni, to answer your question about his passion, or what you're saying <laughs> about his passion, that's exactly why the premise was the movie you always watch. Yeah, because I wanted whoever's movie it is, and to that's be why. Very passionate but but that's why when Dan was, was going to change it, that, I, I though, this is a film that is well beloved and liked on many lists worldwide. So it's not just oh, Clarence was able to, uh, Clarence enjoyed this movie for an hour and a half or whatnot. It's more of many people do. You're one of few who has actually really hasn't been exposed to it. So um, yeah, it's a little, it's different. Yeah, when you. you're not approaching it from a nostalgic point of you view, know? it's 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 a different thing. Like this is not like necessarily an adult movie. Like most adults aren't going to watch this without their kids. They're going to be pleasantly surprised when they do get to see it because they're going to be like, "Damn, that was a pretty good movie." I think. But for the most part, it's you like, show this movie, movie to kids. You show this movie to kids now, they're still going to love it. But you show it to adults, it's whatever. It's the same thing now. Yeah, you know, you watch Fern Gully now as an adult, and you've never seen it. You're you mean Avatar? Like, uh, whatever. But yeah, then that is the adult version. <laughs> yeah, because you think about it, this movie could have been a cartoon and it would have been just as good almost. Yeah. No, it probably would no. have been better if it was no. a cartoon. as a cartoon. I think it could. Have, I think. It I think it would have been way better if it was a cartoon, especially if it was a Pixar cartoon. <laughs> no, because there's some elements. Yeah, of, like, it, it, I mean, it, no, it was like a cartoon. No, it was a cartoon. It was. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. But it was violence. live action. Mm-hmm. But it was live action. It was basically Tom and Jerry. Um, you know, Coyote yep. and um, yeah, Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner. It was all those type of things that you only saw in the Looney Tunes, thing like that, like actually done and done effectively. The movie was was a fucking masterpiece. I mean, it was it for is, for it was, John Hughes or for its time or just a movie. I don't know. I don't look at it like I just. It's a fucking like great for a movie. Holiday movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. I love it. Never I, drags. I, it's not like drags. It like yeah. And I'm glad. Moving, and I'm glad I got to watch. I got. To, I'm glad I got to actually experience it. Um, because you know usually we don't. We don't get the sound as well uh when we watch it on tv or vhs mm-hmm. which is normally mm-hmm. when we will watch it you know i mean how many times do we fire up the home theater <laughs> to, to to play home alone you know like yeah, it's right. like so it was cool i got the, the score uh was awesome. johnny williams yeah mm, you know? i didn't even know that okay ah yeah i mean it, i mean the minute the minute i hear that music i'm like oh it's home alone just like pretty oh, much dude, there's certain iconic. movies yeah it's iconic. iconic and especially john williams yeah. every Pretty much all the big budget, crazy scored films are done by John. I mean, by him. He's got he's got a lot of awards for or Hans Zimmer. Uh, Hans Zimmer's another one, yeah. But although Clint Mansell is probably the better. no, he's but he's not he's not no, as noticeable. You can't notice. But he's better than Hans Zimmer. We're not talking about who's better. I'm saying <laughs> again, so combative. It's for the project. For My the point project. is, is what Yanni was saying is in terms of the score, it's something that score. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we can't both do Beavis. <laughs> you had to do. It's yeah, you both. Team, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, so, <laughs> um, Mike Judd, break there for a minute. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, so I, what you're saying in terms of the score is concerned, though. It generally that <laughs> that was an added element that in a film like this, it actually it it brought, it made this film kind of whole. I felt just in terms of the score because it was essentially narrated. I mean, from start to finish. So it's like it's like my music. So it's like whole alone. What's alone? Way over my head. Whole alone. Hold on. Because it's whole. Bring it. Bring it. Whole alone. 
Because the whole movie. Ah! Is it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You had too much aftershave on your face there. Way right? too much aftershave. Putting too much aftershave. That's just, that's just one blade. All right. No, but did you... Uh, Wrap it up. Final points. Wrap it up. Let's do this. Oh, well, the, the Time Nazi. Yes. Oh, yeah, we are getting close. We got a lot of throwbacks to get to. We got a lot of films to pound down and discuss. No, but did I? I my point, uh, my question, did he was the one that didn't say, and he was the one that... Uh, Who's he? Who we point to on the audio? Uh, we are pointing to uh, the producer, who definitely Mike. knows that I'm pointing to him. Michael. Boy. Yeah. What are we pointing about? <laughs> <laughs> so we're pointing at you. We're pointing at you. We're wondering things. Yeah, you were saying that nowadays, if the... this movie were to be... Like, this it just doesn't hold up. You felt like this... Well, no. The question was, if it was made today, would it hold up the right. same way? No. Like, could Unless it be, could it be made it was, today? Could if it, it was made, made today and it was made by like Pixar or somebody, yes. No, we're not I mean, talking about animated. It'd be just as big a hit. No, but I think he's right. I think it would. But, if it was to but exist, if it was it live would be action, yeah. it can't live up because the fact well, that modern it's so technology... cartoony in its in, in its whole makeup nowadays, a live action cartoony thing doesn't exist or work well nowadays. So yeah. it'd have to be digital. It would go straight to and video or exactly. like be a TV so, movie or something. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. we like the way just like the movies, like The Mask. Yeah, I was thinking Carrie Again, as soon as you said that. Yeah. 1994. Yeah. Yeah, that was 20 years exactly. ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so, with modern technology Pixar, alone. It'd be amazing. But if it was live action came out this year, it would be straight to Disney video. It, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it would just totally. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. I had the idea, about if it was made today. Yeah, the yeah. idea of like revisiting movies from the past and like seeing how modern technology would make them pretty much obsolete. Well, um, the, the biggest problem is the alarm clock. Yeah, and it would probably that's exactly, and that's it, how the it, movie starts. It that's... would be, it would be, Kev, it would be Kevin <laughs> tweeting like, you know, Home Alone, mm. sup? Then retweet Kevin's mom, Kevin, and that's yeah, it. she's yeah. on a plane and she just makes like a little phone call, like, Kevin, yeah. are you? Home? So that's the oh, thing. Yeah, we're so stupid. Technology, right technology, have some, uh, made all of this possible. Shrew. This movie was sponsored by technology. You have. The power lines go down because the tree branch falls down. Lane, so the Pepsi. tree branch falls down, lands on power lines. They lose power. They have a trip the next morning. Their alarm See, clock. I learned that stuff. Their alarm clock doesn't work because they lose not power. Know that before this. So now they have to look at the watch to tell what time it is. Well, they can't look at the watch because they're asleep. Somehow she wakes up and freaks out and they leave and they leave without their son. But then she's on a plane and realizes that there's no well, communication the whatsoever. Not- then they get to the airport and she has no cell phone. So she's got to wait for this lady, this French lady to get off of the phone because she's got to call her she son. She could have had a cell phone. She was a hotshot real estate person. She uh, did, apparently. Because <laughs> that's the only people who had for them, some right? reason, For some reason, <laughs> they did have a lot of money and she wasn't a real estate agent and had no phone. Right. She had, ah, she had, really, that's she had, she had a real estate um, woman's suit on, though. <laughs> the <laughs> shoulder pads. Hair. The shoulder pads were me. And the hair. Um, okay, before we, before we go, just uh, my little, uh, little things and quips, things I just noticed real quick. Okay, I thought that his aunt looked like Bobby Moynihan from Saturday Night Live in a wig. You can watch it again. Just think Bobby Moynihan when you see her. I mean, I, know I think it's right. a stretch, but I'll go with you on that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay. um, 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 um. Uh yeah, I thought I thought it involved the, the the ideas from like a wonderful life because basically like you know yeah. what's like to like not to not have and also the American Dad episode. Uh, the, I was amazed by the competence of the police department, but at this <laughs> this day and age, not really. Um, not in that neighborhood. You know, yeah, I was about to say not in a rich white neighborhood. You know what yeah, I mean? There's no way you're uh, not going to live in a million dollar plus. And then there was a long. there was a part in the movie where the name of the film is mentioned in the movie, and I don't know if that's thing or what it's called, but I remember Family Guy touched on it, and then they did a hilarious thing. With, yeah, that's um, an old school movie uh, thing. Peter, I don't think that was that Joe Pesci. P- uh, Peter Griffin, Pesci, like o- Pesci overreacting to when they say the name of the movie in the movie, like, uh, like what is this as good as it gets? And then I get it goes to a couple other ones, and it goes like to Superman, Quest for Peace, 
which is dumb. Uh, and uh, and then also crowbars. What do you get crowbars? And if you go to buy one, do you just put it on the counter at Lowe's and say, I need this for normal reasons? Like, I don't know. You just buy, buy crowbars. Uh, that's pretty much. Oh, and out of the 400 people in the theater that probably saw the movie, how many people walked away thinking some of that was kind of. 20%. You think 20% of that people. That was what? Kind of what? Like so the holes. I like, just I like, couldn't get over some of the. No, dude. I think it was. No, it was. Yeah, maybe 10%. Maybe ten. So forty people. There's always that cynical bunch. Yeah. What? Forty. Forty. So forty out of four hundred. Okay. That even sounds like a lot, actually. It does. But adults, maybe. I think the second one is the one where it was like, okay, guys. I think that's yeah. the one, maybe just because they stretched some of it a little too much with the Duncan's toy store and all this, that, and the other, all the little subplots within mm. the story. I think this movie tried to just stick more to the point, which is it's called Home Alone. There's a kid who's home alone. Let's fucking get to the point where he's home alone, and then let's find a way to make it so the family's back. That's it. Yeah. I think the sure. second one, it was like, let's do this, but in New York, you know? And I think yeah, that's in, when it got in, a little uh, crazy. Concrete jungle. Where dreams are made of. Yeah. Which is good also. Look what you okay. did, you little jerk. <laughs> Anything else, Mike? <laughs> Uncle Favorite part. Uncle Frank. No, I think that's it, everyone. It's the way he says jerk. Yeah, look what you did, you yeah, jerk. Yeah, All right, guys. We'll jerk. see you on the next uh throwback merry oh, christmas actually just so everyone knows for the rest of the month we're only doing our favorite films and it's all going to be throwbacks so look gonna... forward to hearing all of our favorite holiday christmas. season <laughs> holiday season christmas. movie that's the way we're going to do it and you're going to fucking i mean it. i saw the list I, i'm just a little spoiler alert i saw the list and some of the films that i all the film the rest of the films yeah, we won't say that names. you guys chose be a surprise. Yeah. well i mean you just killed what i you killed what i was going to say which is not sorry. that you're just mr captain obvious over here i didn't know if you're going to throw out a captain title obvious. Way to throw out captain, a title. Ob- okay. captain obvious this is not my first time on the rodeo you know 